So first, uh, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm okay, thank you. Okay. Um, do you recall the first record that you bought? It's the first record I ever bought? Yeah. Whew. I remember the first tape I ever bought, actually. Like a cassette tape. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I, I was, I'm old enough to remember. Okay, good. Um, it was by a band called DC Talk, and I don't know if you know who they are, but it was my first piece of music I ever bought, and I ate that stuff up. And what made you buy this specific uh, tape? My, my dad was, was coaching basketball for a bunch of high schoolers, as, and I was just a little elementary school kid, and, and they were all listening to this band, and I, wanna, I wanted to listen with them because because when you're in elementary school, nothing's cooler than, than a high schooler. So I bought the cassette. And um, did this uh, instill in you the, well, the desire to, to make music? Or no, or not at all, actually. I didn't even think about writing music. So if you think about it, I bought, I bought the cassette when I was in first grade. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't start playing music until I was in 11th grade, so 10 years later. But you're a self-taught uh, musician. What, what then made you pick up uh, the piano and, and other instruments? What made me pick up an instrument? Um, I guess uh, identity issues, because I didn't know who I was, and I thought I was, I thought I was one thing. You know, it's like all about when you, when you go to school and you interact with with different kids, you, you try to figure out, who, you know, who you are. You know, what, what am I? Am I the jock? Am I the, the guy who's in theater? Do I, am I in a choir? Do I play songs? Do I, whatever. And, and uh, I was really, I was really drawn to something different than what I was in high school. Because in high school I was a guy who did sports. And I didn't really like that, I didn't think. So when I first started learning how to play the piano, I was, I think I just accidentally f found that. And then I liked, I liked who I was when I was doing that. So did it help you find your identity more? Oh yeah, for sure. I, and, I mean, it was even inside of my own family. Like they, none of them, none of my family does any music or anything. So I was just the weird music guy, you but, know. But and was it, it encouraged or? No, in my family, yeah. uh, they didn't really understand what was going on because, like I said, none of them really are musical at all. Um, but they thought it was cool. You know, it's like I set up a microphone in you know my own, you know, little studio in the basement, and my mom's washing the dishes, and she hears her son screaming his head off down in the basement trying to record vocals, and she's got to be thinking, what the heck is going on with him? So I'm sure that they were really confused. Uh, but now, now you know. Now I'm in a different country, getting interviewed by you because of the stupid songs that I wrote in my basement. So. Fair enough. Do, do you um, still have those recordings, those very yes. first recordings? Yes. Did, did I you ever listen to them? <laughs> yeah, I have some of the first recordings I've ever done still on my computer, and I guard those with my life because I don't want anyone to ever hear them. You know, it's pretty ridiculous. You know, you look in your iTunes library, and I have just like tons and tons of songs labeled Tyler Joseph because that was my name and I figured that was what I should call 
the person who was <laughs> writing the songs. Uh, and now it looks ridiculous to see my name just copied over and over and over again because of all the weird songs I wrote in the past. Yeah, you're not going to hear those. But uh, something must have compelled you to keep them. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I mean, I've thrown away a lot of stuff. And I, us I mostly throw away ideas now more than ever because when I, when I try to write, um, I get a lot out of it. Like I, I, it helps me work through things. Like in a cathartic sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's my word, actually. That's my favorite word. Uh, catharsis is, is I, I had that word as a vocabulary word in high school, and I'll never forget it because it explained exactly um, what songwriting is for me. And uh, you don't need to keep the song in order to feel the effect of, of something like that. So sometimes I'll throw things away, but but back then I didn't throw stuff away as much because it was so precious because they were my first songs ever. You always hold on to your first songs, okay. and they're terrible. <laughs> and then, well, looking back, how did, how did you um, you describe them as being terrible? What then um, helped you develop as a musician? Uh, listening to other songs, I became a student of the radio and a student of the internet. So some specific uh, bands maybe or, or? Um, specifically, no. I think that I took different things from from different bands. You know, I, there's there's an aspect of my live performance that I've taken from dozens of different performers. There's an aspect of the way that I deliver a vocal on a track that I take from six other people who who record in the studio. There's there's an aspect of my songwriting that I can't I couldn't I couldn't even begin to talk about only two or three bands that influenced me. And it's not even fair for me to even talk about just two of them, you know. So I, I like to not even mention it. It's just So, so it's many. more um, not certain element uh, certain bands but certain elements that, that uh, exist in a lot of bands in a lot of music and, and then compile them and make it your own? Or? Yeah, there's a, for example, something that has influenced me. There's a, there's a, there's a song, and I don't want to like throw everything onto this one band, but there's a song by The Killers. They do a music video too. Um, and he's standing in the middle of the city in Japan, I believe. And uh, he looks dead in the camera, and his eyes are really calm. But um, there's a moment where like his hand kind of twitches, suggesting I'm trying to come across as if I'm fine, but really there's something wrong. Um, I think of a moment like that. That has influenced me musically more than more than any you know song has. You know, because I, I I come from a generation that had YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, I could look up anything I wanted. I was influenced by, there's a music video by My Chemical Romance where they're playing in just this dusty abyss and I've never, you know, they just pour it all out. It's like, that's, that's, what, that's how much I want to believe in my music. So those things, I think of like just different, different moments, you know, like, but I, I, I you know, those bands are amazing. But I want to be—I want to be better than them, you know. 
So, but, but the, what, we, what you were just describing in that music video by the Killers, that um, actually sounds like uh, on your website there's uh, this bio section where you talk about uh, joy and happiness and the distinction between them. Mm -hmm. And this, is, this sounds very much like what you just described, the pretense of happiness, but actually it, it's just joy and mm. which fades away. So is that mm. correct in assuming? Yeah. No, I think that is what I what I get out of traveling around the world now, being able to play music, is there are a few things that that, that just translate perfectly. You have sexuality, you know, people are attracted to one another. You know, you have food. People love food. Everybody in the entire world likes food. Um, and you have music. And really those are like the only things that there are. I mean, I'm sure we could come up with some other theories, but you know, you think about music and how, and how it, it just applies to, to everyone. Universal. It's very, you know, universal is a perfect word for it. So, so then I start, as, as a songwriter, I start thinking of other universal concepts. And I think that one of those, whether or not people r really understand it, is, is the concept of trying to figure out how to go about this life in a way that you enjoy yourself or in a way that you like who you are. And whether or not you like who you are is really hinged upon whether or not you have joy. Because you know, I'm happy that I'm, I'm here right now talking to you, but then something else could happen where I'm about to go play a show and nothing goes right and then I'm not happy anymore. It's very, it's fleeting, you know, mm -hmm. it's very, it gets influenced by the things that are going on around me, and if I'm controlled by just that, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go nuts. I need to find something bigger. I need to find something that I have joy, which I feel like kind of, it spans out over my entire life. If hopefully, you know, more than just a moment, hopefully a day, a month, years, where joy just is is there. And I think that when you find joy, then you find peace. And when you find peace, then you have obviously found something to believe in. It is still, I, I, I assume, then a continuous struggle to, to find it. Absolutely. And that's, that goes back to another universal language. And that's struggling to find peace. And that's something I think that every single person on Earth has to figure out. Um, now your band is doing well, does it become easier? Does the, say, the joy overwhelm now the, the fleeting moments? I, I'm, 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 uh, I guess the, 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 the one that matters the least is obviously happiness compared to joy. And I, I guess you could say that I'm happier these days because when an adult asks me, you know, like, hey, how, what have you been doing? I can, I can tell them that music is actually working, which is a really cool thing because there were so many years of me saying, well, I'm working at this restaurant and I'm trying to go to college, but I also want to do music. And it's just really, that part of my life sucked because you didn't have an answer for that adult asking you, you know, what have you been doing since you've been out of high school? But I think that my pursuit of joy and and, uh, and struggling to find it and to maintain it is, is the same. As much as my circumstances will change my happiness for the better, those good circumstances are not going to influence 
how difficult it is to find joy. You know, it works the opposite way. If you're going, if you're, if you, I think you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, kind of, it's, yeah, it's, of a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough thing to figure out. So even though the band is being, you know, successful mm -hmm. and starting to pick up, uh, the, the same things that I struggled with back in the day. Well, it's, it's more more a thing of, of self-reflection that will probably never disappear. That will go on. Yes, absolutely. You know, and you know, you, th you talk about lust, pride you know, uh, self-control, all, all of these things that, that I've always struggled with. I, I struggle with just in slightly different ways now, but they're still, they're still right there. And, well, we talked about the cathartic element, but is, is this then why the lyrics are at times quite dark? And um, so, you, so you can kind of write, a, write it off for you, or? It helps. I. I journal. Do you do you write a journal at all? No, I, I don't. Um, and I'm not. I'm not good at it because I don't know how many journals I've failed at keeping. But but for me, journaling. Th this life and, and the things around it are always going to try to like hammer into you that you're worthless and you haven't accomplished anything today and you are a failure and like all the whether it's just me or if it's just if the world around me and, and the more roadblocks you can put in front of that thing that's constantly trying to hammer into your head that you're worth nothing um, the more roadblocks you put up the better so for me a journal like I wrote a journal this morning I, I opened it up and I just started writing things I was thinking of and what I was doing that day and then also different bigger elements that I was I was thinking about and the fact that I wrote a journal today helps me it's a roadblock to all of the other pressures that I'm I didn't accomplish anything today and I'm I'm worthless I, I feel a sense of worth because I wrote a journal today and I think that um, songwriting is is it's harder to get in the mindset where you can write a song than it is to just whip out a journal and start writing. Um, but in a lot of ways, writing songs also is a, is a roadblock for me from all the things around me that are pounding away saying that I'm worth nothing. So absolutely, when I write songs, it, it helps me get through a lot of the things that I'm getting through. And I have to write songs. Do you, do you ever use your uh, journal then as a, a reference book for songwriting? Absolutely. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not going to just straight up write a song word by word from what I journaled because one, it probably wouldn't make much sense and two, it, it would be a little uh, more crude. Um, but when, it, when, you're, when, you, when you force yourself to write, you start to realize how, how creative you are. You really are. I, we are creative people. It's really fascinating. I, I look back at some of the things that I've written, and I'm just like, oh, wow. It's like that's that's amazing that I was able to put that together, and I, I, and not in a way that's like boastful or prideful, but in a way that, that I really appreciate the the brain that I have in order to come up with that. And I I only came up with that because I I took a leap and I decided to to create, and it was really cool what I came up with. And I think that we all have that. So it gives you this sense of uh, significance in, in, yeah. in what you're doing and basi basically re-establishing who you are? Yeah, no, and then it goes all the way back to identity and I find mm -hmm. why I'm here and then purpose. And listen, as much as the band is, is working out and as much as it's cool to be traveling around playing my songs, and it, I still 
it's still really hard to figure out what my purpose is. And, and, and I'll always be looking for my purpose, so. Have you, uh, do you have any inclination which way it's heading? What my purpose? Your, yeah, your purpose. Or, or is it still up in the air? It's like, what, what's, what's success? That's my question. It's like, what is success? Is it, for me and most people, I think that it's all about numbers. It's like, if I, if I make this much money, or if I get in front of this many people, if I play this many shows, or if I, you know, it's a numbers thing. But then you start really wondering, my version of success in my flesh, where it's just my, my humanly instincts. I think, well, if I can influence and impact this many people, I'd be successful. But maybe, maybe my view of success is so messed up that really the most successful thing is that one person that I'm gonna impact my entire life. I might just impact one person and that would be successful. And that blows my mind because it's not why I'm, it's, Really, maybe success is just that one kid that I raise, or the wife that I have, or, or the impact I have on my younger siblings. Maybe that's success. And so I don't really know exactly what I'm chasing, um, but the more people I influence and impact, the, the better chance it is that I've impacted that one person that I was made to impact. So uh, this comes. So this comes back to what you said before uh, on your bio as well. Mm -hmm. That you want to make people think with your music, not right. just give them a song to enjoy, but also. Or is or is it? No, it's. I mean, it's absolutely right. You know, it's cool. It's 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 really interesting. Kind of. I don't really get to talk about this very much. You know, in the states, they're wondering about. You know, the music video that we did or the. Mm -hmm. Or, the, or the, the producer we got to work with, or what was it like playing in front of those people, or what are your plans for the future? But, you know, it, it's always cool for me to come to a place that's foreign to me and yet talk about something that's so familiar. You know, mm -hmm. talking about just the fact that you even know the bio on our website means so much to me. And I get to talk about, you know, we, we, have, we have interviews and I get to talk about things that that are the things I've always wanted to talk about. And it, it actually doesn't happen very often in the States. The place where I think I would be able to relate the most with, you know, someone who lives in the same country that I do, it doesn't happen as much. And I get to travel across the globe and talk to you about joy and peace and happiness, and it just means a lot to but, me. But then we return to, the, to what we talked about earlier, the universal yeah. um, things, essence in people that maybe everybody has somewhere uh, back in, uh, in the back of their mind is self-reflective. Yeah. I was, I was search for, for who they are. Yeah, and, and, uh, and it's encouraging to, to come all the way over here. And I know I'm messed up. I know I'm a weird dude, but, it's, but, but it means a lot to me to look at you and know that you're messed up too. I, I feel good about that. But is it truly that you see yourself as, as messed up or is it, is it just like being quite harsh on yourself, being critical. I think to myself, okay, I should be able to control myself, right? It's very simple. I look at that lamp and I know, okay, when I walk out of this room, I'm not supposed to hit that lamp. You know, so I, I stand up and I walk out of the room and I don't hit that lamp. 
why can't I make decisions like that about everything in my life? You know, I'm, I'm not going to get angry at my brother. I want to be the best brother. Don't you? Uh, do you have siblings? I have a brother. Yes. You have a brother. Yes. Don't don't you want to be the best brother? Of course. Do you think that you've been the best brother? Not by a long shot. Not at all, right? It's like why can't I? Why can't I do what I want to do? If if I want to be a dad one day, I want to be the best dad. Guess what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the best dad. And that that's messed up. That's messed up. That means that if I were to take how it is I, I treat people around me in the same way that I treat a social setting, that means I would stand up right now and I would kick that lamp over because, right. because I, I, there's something wrong. There's, there's like something is broken in this. The way that we live is proof that there's, there's an element there that's just not right. There's, Something not right. But there's, a, there's this quote I really like. It's the true perfection has to be imperfect. So it's, isn't there a sense that you can strive, for, you can be idealistic about attaining the best life, the best, being the best person, being yeah. to everyone? Yeah. But that it's essentially as fleeting as, as those moments of joy where it's, you can be it for a while and then it just dissipates. Mm. The, the perfect things are imperfect. Is that what the phrase was? The true perfection has to be imperfect. True perfection has to be imperfect. It's from a song. <laughs> I would say that an imperfect person came up with that too. <laughs> true. Hmm. This is good stuff, man. Okay. Did you have a, what was the question? Um, well, no, the, that was it. Okay. Uh, so I want to thank you for the interview. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Appreciate okay. it. Cheers. Cheers.